Christ and his family, Almighty God, today. Lord, you make a way, Almighty God. Lord, you be with his friends, Almighty God, today. You be with him today and comforting and giving peace today, Almighty God, Jesus. Lord, let your spirit, let your power, let your anointing work in each and every one of us today. Lord, we give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, let's thank the Lord today. Thank you. The name of the Lord.
worship him for a moment. God inhabits the praise of his people. That means that he dwells among us when we praise him and when we worship him. Lord, you're worthy of the praise, God. You're worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.
Just reach out. 
reach out. If you need anything from the Lord today, He's there. He's there. He hears you. There's a preacher one time told me, God doesn't hear sinners or God doesn't hear everybody. I wanted, I told him, I said, well, sir, I think you're wrong. Why you say that? Because he heard me. I was a sinner. I was a sinner. He heard me. He heard me. And all we got to do is cry out to him and call out his name. He's going to hear us. You see, he knows exactly where we're at. And he knows exactly what we need to do. I don't have to tell you. No one else has to tell you. God will tell you. God knows where you're at. I said it earlier. He knows each and every one of us are at. And I thank you for today. And I always thank him. I know you hear me say that thousands of times. And I'm thankful that he's, uh, he's in the presence here today. He's here today. If you need anything from him, just call on that name. and Just lift him up. He's, he's not here to pass you by. He's here to, to give you relief. He's here to give you peace. He's here to give you joy. He's here to give you love. He's here. That's what he's here for today. That's the God who served. He gave his life almost 2,000 years ago so we could have that freedom. He paid the price of our sins. All we gotta do is call him. All we gotta do is ask him. He'll take care of the rest. I guarantee you. I can't do a whole lot of anything without him. I've learned that a long time ago. Without him, I am nothing today. I'm nothing without him today. I'm, I'm thankful for him today. Glad everyone is here today. We can get started. I'd like to just to share a little share a little humor with you this morning. I do feel God's spirit. Is, I feel, feel God's spirit is uh, working on us. Thank you, Jesus. Still working on me. Amen. Brother Nate, how's that, Willie? He's still working on me. So if God doesn't stop working on us, here where we at in life with God, He's still working on us today. Tell you a little humor story, a little maybe a little joke, whatever you want to call it. I was talking to my wife this morning and I said, honey, you sure are smart. And then I thought about it. thought about something I heard one time. So it goes like this. There was these three preachers walking on the beach. They was walking on the beach, they found this bottle. And they was a, grabbed that bottle and they opened popped the cork out of it. Poof. The genie came out of that bottle. They she come out of there and they said he said, your wish is my command. So that one preacher said, I want to be the, oh, thought about it a little bit, I want to be the richest person in the world. So she had a big throne right there and put him on that throne and put necklace of gold, bracelets of gold, gold belts. He had gold all over his body. And he was rich, you know, he was richer, both in the richest man in the world. And there was a the other preacher, he, he said, I want to be the smartest man in the world. So he gave him a smartness and gave him an IQ of 200 plus. And, and so he, so, and the other, they looked at the other preacher, well, what do you want? What you want? One moment. I want to be the smarter, smartest than the smartest man in the world. He looked at that preacher, and she looked at that preacher, Poof! Changed him into his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
Go ahead, just a little humor today, just to break the ice a little bit. And uh, but I'm thankful for my wife today. I was thinking about when I was th thinking her. She's I was thinking about that one. Uh, asked her this morning. She's, she's honey, you're smart. But as she is, she is. She's smart. Uh, I would say she's smarter than I am. I mean, can't deny that. But uh, it's just a little humor, a little little, little joke. Uh, just a, Maybe lift you up a little, lift your spirit lifted up a little bit, and uh, and just uh, let's just see what God do in this service today. See the title up there: <clears throat> Great Minds Think Alike. In Isaiah 26 and 2 and 3, you want to get Isaiah? You might have it on the shed on the board or not. <clears throat> Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. For says, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Let's pray today. We just you, we see it. We're going to pray. Lord, we thank you for the service. Lord, we need you to move in this service to such our hearts, our souls, our minds, the money God in a mighty way, anoint the lips, anoint the ears, the money God to hear, Lord, today. Let your spirit, let your power, Lord, go with each and every one of us, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we want that perfect peace. We want that peace today, that perfect peace. Keep our minds on the Lord. We have to trust in Him. In the good times and in the bad times. Are we going to have good times? Are we going to have bad times? Yeah, we're going to have both. We're going to have both. It's just, it's just, just the cares of life that we're going to, we live on this earth today. If I can give you a little introduction today, one of the greatest gifts that God gave mankind, we all have a mind. Everyone's mind is unique. Unique means being the only one of a kind, one of its kind. Unlike anything else, there are no two minds that are exactly alike. Our brain has about a hundred billion cells and we lose cells every day. We must keep oxygen to our brain and supply the cells and that's why it's important to live a healthy life. So we have a healthy mind or a sound mind. Without a sound mind, it would be hard to have the mind like Jesus and think like Jesus. You know, if I, have, if I want to have a mind, I would love to have it like Jesus. Can I have a mind exactly like Jesus? Can I have the thoughts just like Jesus? No. I can have a likeness of Him. I can let Him be my great example. The great example that ever lived was Jesus Christ. He put the example right before us. If you want to know how to live for God, see what Jesus said. See what he's trying to teach his disciples. And his disciples wrote in the, the epistles and showing us how to live for God. He is our greatest, greatest example today. As a, as a child of God, it's, it's so easy to lose focus on him. In the day and hour we live in. We live in a world that requires so much of our effort called the cares of life. And without Jesus Christ in our life, we all have the cares of life in our life. So if we only have the cares of life, we're in trouble. 
But we need Jesus Christ in our life. We need to be like Him. We need to we need to try to walk 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 like He walked, talk like He walked. It's, it's so important today to to have that mind like Jesus. It might it won't be just like Jesus, but we have His same thoughts. We have His same purpose. His purpose He, he died for our sins. One thing we don't have to do, we cannot do it, we cannot do that for anyone. Only Jesus Christ can did that for us. But if you look at it, who would you really want to be like? Who would you want to act like? You I mean, I'm sure people in this world have have idols that they idol things that they people they look up to. And it's okay to look up to your parents and your father and mother and grandparents. It's okay to look up to them. But when we look up the other things that doesn't really matter in this life, it's all going to perish one day. It's all going to pass away. And if I out of my home, if I out of my car, if I well, out of the, 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 you know, the things that I wear, that, that really doesn't matter. That's not gonna. It's not gonna really mean a whole lot. Because one day it's all gonna perish. It's all gonna just fade away. It's all gonna burn up. What the word says. So if we can focus on Jesus Christ. Why He came to Earth. Why He came to save us. He wanted to take us out of here one day with Him. He wanted us to, to lift us out of here. Like I told you earlier, He's gonna come in that. He's ascended into heaven. He ascended in that cloud when he was talking to his disciples. That was the last words he, he said to his disciples. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes unto you. That's what he told them. That's what you're going to have. You have to receive the Holy Ghost to receive the power. And that's what we, without the power of the Holy Ghost, we're going to struggle in life. We're going to struggle. We're going to struggle. You're gonna, you, we can't get close to God like we need to get close to God. When when things when God gives you the power of the Holy Ghost, it, you you are a different person. It's like turning this light switch off and on. Something happens in here. Something happens in here. I'm not just telling you just because just to, to scare you or anything. I'm telling you from an experience. It happens. That's what God does when He fills you with the power. He fills you with the Holy Ghost that you have a you have a new way of thinking. You have a new way of acting. You have a new way of talking. You have a new way of walking. You have new friends. You know, the old friends you probably don't really need. You didn't need those ones. A preacher told me one time, he said, how's it going? I said, well, I don't have the friends I used to have. He said, well, that's probably the friends you didn't need. Huh? I said, yes, sir. That's the one I did not need. But I'm thankful today that, he, that one day he turned that light switch on for me. He gave me a, a, a light, that marvelous light that I never saw for 44 years. I never saw it. Well, you saved yourself. Why, did, why didn't I ever see it? No, I didn't, really didn't want it. I really didn't want it. I mean, I was living a life. I had, had money, had everything. Why should I live for God? Because. Why should you look God? Because you don't want to stay on this earth when God comes back. You don't want to be here when He comes back. You want Him to take you out of here if, if, if we're still here. If we're not here, well, He's going to dead in Christ is going to rise. He's still going to take you out of here. He 
He's going to take you to that new heaven. There's going to be a new heaven and there's going to be a new earth. I want to be in the new heaven. I want to be in that new heaven when God comes back. That's why it's important to have His power and be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And without Jesus Christ in my life, like I said, all I would have is the carriage of life. Look at the world around you. Their life is upside down. They don't know how to call on Jesus because their minds are not on Jesus. You can go right in this city right now. I know church is virtual right now and everything else, but you can, I guarantee you there'll be more people on the roads than in church right now. I mean, even if it's at home. Their minds are not on Jesus. Our mind has to be on Jesus. We're not going to make it out of this world without our mind on Jesus. Mm -hmm. Whatever Whatever we wrap our minds around, that's going to take over our minds. Whatever we wrap our minds around, that's what's going to take over my mind. Whatever I spend most of my time doing, that's going to take over my mind. That's why I have to learn and, and learn and talk to Jesus and, and pray to Him and, and read the Word of God. And, you know, that's my, that's my best communication with God, Amen. is prayer and reading the Word of God. You know, in, in Hebrews 12, I'm going to read Hebrews 12, it's 4 and 12, I'm sorry. God, this is a, this is a little uh, illustration in the Word of God that God does speak to our hearts by the Word of God. I don't have to read it to you. You can read it for yourself. You can read the Word of God for yourself. And it says in 4 and 12, For the Word of God is quick, is powerful, is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the divining asunder of our soul and spirit, and of the joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So the Word of God will speak to your heart if you let it. If you read it, it will speak to your heart. I, I don't have to stay up here every Sunday and speak speak from the Word of God and speak to your heart. You can read it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why we give away Bibles. That's why we I want you to I want you to, to get it for what? Yourself. Amen. If I get it for you, what's that doing? It's not doing no one any good. That mm-hmm. me. It's not going to do me any good. You you have to get it for yourself. This this word this word the salvation that we that Jesus is talking about. He said it's for whosoever will. If you want it, guess what? It's for you. If you don't want it, guess what? It's not for you. It's simple as that. God is a gentleman. He's not going to push anything on you that you don't want. But I'm here to tell you, I thought 
told you this once before. I thought men men shouldn't cry. I thought real men shouldn't cry. But you know what? I was wrong. Real men do cry. When God touched your heart, when God touched that heart and it takes that stony heart and it makes it into the heart He wants, you're going to be moved. You're going to be moved by the power of God. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. You try to stop it, it doesn't work. As a servant of God, we, we all know it's not always an easy journey living for the Lord because there is a devil out there that came to kill, steal, and destroy. But in the same scripture, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and have life more abundantly. More. We can't let the devil destroy us because, because the shepherd came to give us life more abundantly. When we call on him, he knows the voice of his sheep. He will, he will, you will cry out, just keep your mind on Jesus. Sometimes we have to take that leap of faith. Sometimes we have to take that leap of faith out of, the, out of your chair. And she asked, well, go if you needed prayer. Well, you take that, you raise your hand. You take that, you take that leap of faith. Amen. You say, that's not much faith. That, that, that's what God's looking for. He's looking for that little bit, a leap of faith. Amen. Say, so if you have faith as the grain of a what? Mustard seed. That's pretty small. And that mustard seed, that tree gets big. It's big. So when you take that little leap of faith, God's going to increase it. Increase it. And increase it. And increase it. And increase it. That's how God works. He's not going to leave you stagnant in one spot. He's not going to just leave you there. He's going to, he's going to help you grow. If you're sincere, if you have a sincere heart, if you love, want to love God, if you want your life to change, you want your family's life to change, just take that little, little leap of faith. That's all you need to do. And God will do the rest. You heard that thing, I take one step and He'll take ten. That's what God does. You take one and He'll take the rest for you today. In Timothy 2 Timothy 1, 7, and 9. We, want to, we, need, we need to be all that God wants us to be. We need to be what God wants us to be. You don't need what Brother Charles or Sister Crystal wants you to be. You need to be what God wants you to be. That's right. Let God be what you want to be. And you know, like I said, you know where you're at with God. And we know, can we all get closer to God? Sure. We all can get closer. There's not no one so high up that can't get closer to God. No one. No one. It says in 2 Timothy 1, 1 and 7 and 9, it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but the power and the love of what? A sound mind. That's 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 9. And they said, but not thou therefore ashamed of, of the testimony of the Lord. Paul is talking to Timothy here. And Timothy is a, he been, been anointed, he's been ordained. But he is struggling. He's struggling. He's, he's a preacher. He's a preacher struggle. Yes, preachers struggle. We're, we're human. We're human. 
Preachers are going to struggle. There's churches closing every day. Walking away from the ministry every day. People get disgusted or whatever life. I, a while back, this, people, in California, it was in our organization. Preacher took his life. Why? Why? I don't know why. I don't have the answer. But I have to try to be like Jesus. My mind has to think a little bit like Jesus. I have to be able to, to be in his presence, be in his power, to be to be how he, can I think like he exactly thinks? No. Can I pray like exactly how he prayed? No. He had his disciples up on the mountain. He went he said, Y'all y'all stay here and pray right here, and I'm gonna go up a little further and pray. And guess what? He came back a little later and, and, and what? They were sleeping. It's not three, three, three times he did it. He came back the third time. Sleeping the second time. They were sleeping the third time. All he said was sleep on. See, why do you think his disciples, why do you think? The power of the Holy Ghost hasn't been, hasn't came yet. They haven't received it yet. So that's, you know, it doesn't say Word doesn't say that, but I'm thinking they didn't have the power of God in them. Yeah, God gave them the power to go heal, go pray for people and heal people and set them out by pairs, two by twos, and go pray for people. He gave them power. He's not going to give you power to go pray for these people and to, to, from me, from Jesus Christ. And, and some of them will come back and say, oh, I did a great job. No, it's not in us. It's in the Almighty God. It's in Amen. the power of Jesus Christ. We have to be. We have to. We have to be able to to talk to people and, and reach people and and speak to people what in a right way. His disciples, I don't understand, but all the thing I can see, they didn't have the power of the Holy Ghost. They didn't have what what God and God was trying to tell them. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And really, they did not never understand it until it came. They didn't understand none of it. When he ascended up into heaven, when he when he raised when he raised from the dead, and he walked on earth for forty days. He came back, so his disciples could get filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. He taught them. He taught them. You you have you're going to have to have that. That's where it says when when Jesus was last word that he said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost was coming unto him. In the day of Pentecost, there was 120 waiting. Before that, there was 500. The 10 days, the 10 days, they were they were waiting and fasting, and but they were 500. So they're 380. They, they got tired of waiting. I think that's the way we are looking at it now in the world. We got a lot of people that are tired of waiting. Well, we heard it. We haven't heard it 2,000 years. 2,000 years. It's been 2,000, almost 2,000 years. Since Jesus died for us. I, I think we just get caught up in the cares of life. We get caught up so busy that we can't think to pull our Bible out and read it. Mm -hmm. We can't think in the morning to kneel down and pray or, or talk to God or talk to the Lord on the way to work. 
I think that's one of the best ways to talk to God. If you got to drive, that's the way I used to do. If I had to drive to work, I love to talk to the Lord as long as I wasn't in the city or, you know, in <laughs> San Antonio or somewhere like that. But if I was just driving just long distance or something, not too much traffic, that's the best time to pray. That's the best time. I had some of the best prayers in my car and my truck. Let God speak to you. Let God speak to you all. You can't do it alone. We have to have His power. We have to have His Spirit living inside of us. Because without that Spirit and that power not living inside of us, we can't make it. We can't make heaven our home. That's what He's coming back for. He's coming back for people that made themselves ready. He's coming back for a church that made themselves ready. He's coming back for the bride. He's coming back for the church. He's coming back for the church. Amen. And it says, Be not, Nate said, Be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor be his prisoner, but be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Nine said, Who have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our work, but according to his own purpose, grace which was given unto us in Jesus Christ. Before the world began. This was planned. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ was planning to die on the cross for us. It was planned before the world began. Before he created the heavens and the earth. He had it all planned. If we if we have fear today, that's not, not of God, the devil. We will have we, if we have troubles or afflictions in our life. But we have the power of God to overcome it. Because it is according to His own purpose and grace, He saved us with a holy calling. Before the world began, He knew the problems of the world that we would face. Keep your minds on Jesus and give Him our life. Give Him my life. It's, walk with Him daily. Talk with Him daily. Speak to others about God daily. To... to what he done for you. And I, I, had, I quoted this scripture last week. It's in Matthew 16 and 25. And it says, But whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. I think I remember I tried to explain it a little bit. What, what, what does that really mean? Whosoever will save his life will lose it. So you save your life, you live your life for yourself, you're going to lose it. But if you save your life and live your life for Jesus, you're going to find it. You're going to be saved. You're going to, you're going to make it out of here. That's what that's, that's what that's saying. You're going to make it out of here. That's what we have to do. Keep our minds on Jesus. He will give us what? The perfect peace. The perfect peace. Read that scripture? Very first scripture. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in what? Perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusted thee. Mind stayed on who? The Lord. Keep your mind on the Lord. He'll give you that perfect peace. Yes, we're going to go through things. We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through maybe some tribulations. We're going to go through some 
crazy things in life. Anybody ever lost a job? Just bring something to write in and then uh, 